0: This is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory broadcast. Continuing on our series about being a strong and courageous man. Today we're going to continue talking about Daniel. And we're going to get into a little bit about Ruth as well. If you would turn with me to Daniel chapter 3 verse 15. Hallelujah. Now this is about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In Daniel 3:15, it says, Now if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, and symphony, with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made good. But if you don't worship, you shall be cast immediately in the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Well, the God who I serve will deliver you and me from the hands of the enemy. See, this king got in pride. He was actually humiliated because he made this idol and told them to bow down and worship him. Well, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're not going to bow down to any god other than the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the creator of heaven and earth. What about you? Well, the story goes on to say that They did not bow. See, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they did not bow. They were threatened that if you don't turn, you will burn. Well, the truth is, if you turn away from God, you will burn. But if you turn to God, it will redeem you from burning for eternity. I encourage you to turn so you don't burn. Amen. Well, it goes on to say that they did not. This is their response. It says, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. They had already made up their mind. They were steadfast, firmly founded to do what God had told them to do. See, that's what you need to decide right now. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. And then when there's trials and tribulations that come up, you will be steadfast, soundly, firmly planted in the Word of God to serve Him and Him only. Not to be moved, not to be double-minded. Double-minded means you're unstable. Be stable. Amen? Be firmly rooted, firmly planted, planted in the things of God. Verse 17, it says, If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. See, they were confident that if that's the case, that you throw us in the fire, that God will deliver us. They were not moved by it. They said, hey, if it's the case, if this is the decision you make to throw us in the fire, we're not going to bow to your idol. We're not going to worship you. We're going to worship our God, and He is and will deliver us. Some translations you have to be careful with because they will say, if you throw us in or if you don't throw us in, we're going to serve our God. He may or may not deliver us from this fiery furnace. That's not faith. See, God only responds to love and to faith. Hebrews eleven six 6 says, It is impossible. To please God without faith. Well, these men pleased God. That's why they're in the book. That's why they were redeemed from burning in this fiery furnace. Because they were in faith. See, wavering is faithless. Be committed and be bold. Well, they were bold. That goes on to say that they were thrown in a fire and their clothes did not even smell like smoke. That is a miraculous act of God because of their boldness. You know, there's people who have been killed over in places like China for serving our God. And they're going to get a mighty crown. And there's people in our nation that won't even say Jesus is Lord in an elevator because they're embarrassed to what somebody may say. I encourage you, don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And because of that, they lived and had good quality of life. Let's continue on in, in Daniel, the book of Daniel. But I want to go to um, another story. Let's turn over to Daniel chapter 5, chapter 6. You know, it reminds me. Oh, it's been probably 20 years ago. There was an individual in an outlaw club. And I was at a thing called the Confederation of Clubs. And they all stood around afterwards. And they were talking and they saw this patch I had, tribe of Judah, Jesus is Lord on my back. And one of them said, big old boy, probably 6'6", six, six, something like that. And he said, hey, deep voice, why don't you get go with me to a satanic worship event and I'll show you power. Well, me and Shara had prayed before we went and built their faith up. And the Holy Spirit came on me. I twirled around and said, My God created your God. My God defeated your God. Why don't you get on your knees with me right now? Submit yourself to him and I'll show you real power. I don't know what he saw, but he said, you cool, you cool. He backed up and for years he would just wave at me when he saw me. He wouldn't even come close to me. I don't know what he saw, but obviously God revealed something to him. Well, he ended up getting saved before he went on. And he's in our future if you know Jesus is Lord. See, don't bow. Don't submit. You could have something in your life that the enemy is doing to try to hinder somebody receiving Jesus. But when you stand firmly on the word of God and you boldly confess what you believe, it will impact people. You will have an opportunity to minister to people, to sow seeds into people that may change their destiny for eternity. This man ended up turning so he's not burning. Amen. Glory to God. In Daniel chapter 6, at this point in time, uh, Nebuchadnezzar had died. His son Belshazzar became king and he had died. And uh, there was a new king that was raised up. Darius. King Darius. But notice, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel were still there. Still living a quality life. In Daniel chapter 6, let's look at verse 3. It says, Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. See, if you have the Holy Spirit in you, the favor of God on you, the grace of God working in you because you're a child of the Most High God, you will be graced and you will be promoted. You will be able to lead people. You will increase. Amen. 3 John 2, I pray, desire above all things that you increase and be in health even as your soul prospers. Well, verse 4, it says, So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel. They were, you know, they were uh, jealous, prideful. So they, what they do? They tried to set him up. Have you ever been set up? I have. In the church even. People that work for churches. Tried to set you up because of their pride, their jealousy. You stand firm on the word of God. If you're in that situation right now, don't be moved. Don't be judgmental. Don't um, react in anger. Turn to God and trust God. So Daniel was being set up. And it continues on. It says, Daniel... Um, Well, so the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they couldn't find no charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. He was faithful to God and faithful to the king. So we won't go into it. So they ended up setting up a trap for him. They ended up getting King Darius to make another idol. And if you didn't bow to the idol, you'd be thrown in the lion's den. Well, Daniel did not move he did not he did not submit well he went back to his house and uh was submitting to god bowing praying seeking the king of kings and the lord of lords and they spied on him and reported it back to king darius and so king darius said daniel you either bow according to the law that i put in place or you're going in the lion's den well he did not bow. That's why we're reading about it today. He was put in the lion's den. But see, King Darius was, was grieved. He was bothered by it because he knew that Daniel was faithful to him. It bothered him. So he stayed up all night. First thing in the morning, he went right to the, to the lion's den to see if Daniel was alive. But he was confident in it. Let's look at that. This is a man who told everyone to bow and submit to him. But in Daniel verse... Um, 16 it says so the king gave the command and they brought daniel and cast him into the den of lions but the king spoke saying to daniel your god whom you serve continually he will deliver you you know there's a lot of people around that know that the uh, our god will deliver him that our god will promote him but they still refuse to submit and serve him in the new testament it talks about demons being afraid of jesus even when jesus was walking the earth they said lord this is before your time. Don't do anything to us. They would rather jump in a bunch of, of uh, pigs and drown than to be around Jesus because they, they were so afraid of him. There are demons that know that they are going to spend eternity in hell, but because of their pride, they still refuse to submit, to bow, to humble themselves, to repent. There's people all around that know the power of God. a matter of fact, Sharon and I were in an outlaw club just recently at their clubhouse. And we were praying with them over some stuff when they were getting ready to go on an event. And one of the guys that's been in a club for years said, Now, stand in faith. We know that uh, there's power in your prayers and power in your God. But he's not willing to submit yet. But he knows that power. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, let's continue on. So King Darius knew that. And so he runs out the next morning. And verse 20 it says and when he came to the den he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God. He knew that he was of the servant of the living God. Has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, "O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. So Daniel was brought out and King Darius said, we're going to serve the God of Daniel. You know, it reminds me of a story years ago. It's been about 20 years ago. Sharon and I were friends with a guy that uh, had a tiger. Um, and in another state, and he had a bunch of guys around. Didn't feed the tiger for a few days because he had some friends coming by. And he was telling us about it. He was going to put this uh, little white, pretty little bunny inside that tiger's den so when his, when his friends got there so they could watch this tiger tear apart this little bunny. Well, some of the ladies around didn't like that. They prayed. Well, he ended up calling us and telling us what happened. He throws in this bunny. They're all standing around looking at this thinking, oh, it's going to be radical man. And nothing happened. All of a sudden, the tiger comes up to the bunny, smells it, licks it, lays down by it, puts it between his arms, and puts his head on it and protects it. Didn't hurt it. They'd start to come in. He'd growl at them, protect the bunny. See, God will do that for you too, amen? Hallelujah. Give thanks to God always. You know, the Bible says, thanks be to him who causes us to triumph. Amen? Rejoice in all things because he will bring you out. He's got plans to prosper you. Let's turn to Ruth. Let me give you a background. Ruth was from a different country. She was brought into captivity and forced to marry a man who was the son of Elimelech. Well, eventually Elimelech died and his two sons died. They were both married. So Ruth's husband died and um, her father-in-law died and Ruth's brother-in-law died. So the only people that were left were three ladies. Naomi, who was Elimelech's wife, and uh, Orpah, who was um, Ruth's sister-in-law, and Ruth. Whenever they... Their husbands and her father-in-law died. Naomi was going back to her previous land where she could live. And she told Orpah and Ruth, No, you go back to your homeland, find a man, find a husband there. You've been faithful to my two boys and to me. I'll release you from this slavery. But in Ruth, one eighteen. It says, when she saw that she was determined to go with her, she stopped speaking to her. See, they told Ruth to go. Let's back up to verse 16. It says, but Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you or turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do So to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. She was committed to be faithful. See, whenever you are committed to be faithful, it's going to take you being standing, making some tough decisions to prove yourself faithful. She was going to be faithful even though it wasn't best for her. She was actually released. No, you go. But due to her heart, she stood faithful. So they start to leave. And um, to go to the other place, and Ruth stayed with her. Well, when they got to the land of Naom that Naomi come from, there was a rich man, wise man named there. And uh, his name was Boaz, Boaz from Moab. And whenever he got there, he noticed Ruth, she was an attractive young lady. And they said he said, Make sure that lady is taken care of. Well, over time, he found, she found favor in the eyes of Boaz. Boaz found information about her, how she was faithful to Naomi, ended up marrying her. He was a rich man. So Ruth, because of her faithfulness, because she stayed connected, See, there are divine connections that would lead to a place of your prosperity, but you're going to have to step out in faith, stay committed, be faithful in order to get there. You may be wondering why you're not having things happen in your life. Evaluate the decisions you've made, where you've made a mistake. Get connected back into a church. Be faithful to the people you're supposed to be faithful to, to the leaders of the church, to family. And God will promote you. He will prosper you and bring you up. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, I noticed in verse 3 of chapter 3 that Naomi, being wise, told this lady, Ruth, to go make herself attractive. Take a shower. Put on some nice clothes. Anoint yourself or put on makeup. Make yourself to the point where you are attractive to this wise man and he will notice you. It led to marriage to a rich man. Hallelujah. In verse 413, they ended up getting married because she was faithful to her mother-in-law who are you faithful to are you faithful to god see a strong courageous person is faithful to the people they're hooked with even though it may not look good for them may not be the best scenario for you stay faithful to your friends stay in covenant to people amen Covenant's not easily broken strong courageous people are faithful they don't turn when there's threats of burning, because if they do turn, they will burn. Well, don't turn, unless you're not serving God. Turn to Him. If you're not serving God, turn or you will burn. Amen. Well, this is Mike Kennedy. Have a blessed day. I believe that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins. I receive Him as my Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that I will have eternal life in heaven with you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Additional teachings like this one by Mike Cannaday are available on CD, free of charge, and sent, postage paid. Also, you can download this message and many others from our website at www.fqmin.org. To learn more about Mike and Shara Canada and the Vision for Final Quest Ministries, you can contact them through their website or write to Final Quest Ministries, P.O. Box 20305, Bradenton, Florida 34204, or call 417. 417- Four five nine eighty nine hundred.